Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it's noon on a Tuesday, and you know what time it is. It is time for another episode of the Steelers Fix Podcast, part of the Steel Curtain Network of Podcasts. Andrew Wilbar, Jeremy Betts with you here. Andrew, uh, we are in the throes of the free agency frenzy, as it's called these days. But um, actually, this is being recorded on Sunday night, so uh, there's probably a lot of news happening that is not draft-related. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if, uh, you listen to this on Tuesday at noon, probably some things going right about now as well. So, um, we're not going to be talking about those things. You'll hear a lot of the free agency talk, all the news and notes that you'll need from the Steelers, um, fit or free agency, uh, I guess interworkings, <laughs> if you will, you'll hear all that on all the other podcasts uh, on the website. So make sure you're glued to behind the steel curtain.com and the steel curtain network of podcasts for all of that. Andrew, after that long intro, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. It's going to be an interesting week. Now, it's, of course this is on Tuesday, but for those of you that didn't check it out, probably at this point, all of the guys have been signed, but running Monday morning was a perfect off season article for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if you have any questions about how the Steelers mm. could potentially bring back Terrell Edmonds, Larry Ogunjobi, and also sign Tremaine Edmonds, Isaac Samalo, Sean Murphy, Bunting, Foster Ooh. Moreau, Delvin Tomlinson, Chase Winovich, T.Y. Hilton, and others. Ah. 
I show you how it can happen. Oh man. It's a perfect offseason article for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So make sure you can go and check it out. If any of those guys are still available, probably all of them have been signed by other teams. Steelers haven't made one move that I've wanted, but <laughs> you know what? You can go back and see what coulda, shoulda, woulda been sure. if I was the GM. Man, we need to get Andrew uh, in the GM chair. We really do. That's a fantastic <laughs> article. Um, let's talk about some positions that we're going to preview for the NFL draft here. Um, we're jumping in with the quarterbacks in the first half of the show, um, which we'll keep it brief because the Steelers probably – they might draft a quarterback. We'll talk about that later. Um, what the odds are for that and and why they would um but we're really gonna to gonna want to spend some time on the edge rusher group that we'll talk about in the second half of the show so make sure you stay tuned for the whole uh kit and caboodle today on the Steelers fix let's jump into these quarterbacks Andrew um as we typically do with a, a position preview we'll jump into your top five players and uh, then we'll talk about some Steelers um, or guys that the Steelers should be keeping their eye on as the draft approaches. Let's talk about your top five. It is a battle for that top spot um, in the minds of a lot of people. Um, and obviously with the big news of the Panthers trading up to take the Bears' number one overall pick, we uh, would assume that, that a quarterback is going there. And uh, it may not be the consensus top guy at this point. You never know with a Panthers team that has seen the likes of Cam Newton in the fold before. Uh, but let's jump into your top five here and uh, kind of give us your top three guys in a row because these are the three guys that most people would say uh, could could be in any one of these three positions. Yeah, you could interchange any of these, honestly. I still have Bryce Young at number one just because of what he proved at the college level already. And we'll see what he weighs in at, at his pro day, but weighing in over 200 pounds was huge for him. I think that was a big win for his draft stock. He's just, I know that he doesn't have elite arm strength, but he has a good arm and he throws it so effortlessly yeah. and he can, he doesn't have the height, but he knows how to arc it in without putting the ball at risk of being intercepted. And it's very difficult to do. He has that it factor at the quarterback position. He can do a little bit of everything. Just really like his poise. Uh, CJ Stroud comes in at number two. He's he had a fantastic combine. He has the footwork. He has the good lower body. Uh, he's he's very sound from a technical standpoint at the quarterback position. I just don't think he has quite the upside of a Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. That doesn't mean to say he doesn't have high upside, but right. we're not talking about all world upside. But Stroud is a guy who can come in. To, I hate saying this with quarterback with NFL readiness, but could come in day one. I still think it'd be best if he sat for a little bit, but if there's a guy who can come in day one, either him or CJ Stroud, I think is the guy earlier reports are saying that's what Carolina is going to do at number one. But we've also heard reports that they may even trade out of the first overall pick and move back down. So anything is possible. Wow. Then Anthony Richardson, the all world talent. He was my guy in the off season. I was expecting him to be my QB one this year. Didn't have the year I was expecting, but if I'm a team who has a proven quarterbacks coach or offensive coordinator, and I have a veteran quarterback in place where he doesn't have to start immediately, I'm looking at the Detroit lions, a team that I think would be a phenomenal fit for Anthony Richardson. They have a second, first round pick. If he starts to slide even just a little bit, they could even move up with their other pick. They could move down with their other pick more than likely. He's still going to go inside the top 10, maybe even higher than any of us expect at this point. But Richardson is a guy who has the world talent, but it's all going to depend on situation for him. So if you're if you're the Panthers and you've moved up to number one, 
for that team, for the players that they have, uh, who are you taking? I would I would probably go with Bryce Young. Sure. Only because it is a warm weather team. He's playing southern teams. He's not gonna have to deal with cold weather all that often. Uh, I think I would go Bryce Young, but I could understand CJ Stroud as well. It's a lot of just gonna depend on what Frank Reich is looking for. It's hard to tell because sure. he's had so many different types of quarterbacks he's worked with. But yeah. uh, I would say Bryce Young barely. Uh, but CJ Stroud, you know, it's gonna depend on the system yeah. fit. I would say those three guys, and you have Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson in order. I this is how I I refer to these guys. You've got Mister Pro Ready in Bryce Young. He's ready to start day one be a day one starter you've got mr high floor in cj stroud because he's accurate he's experienced um you know he's gonna have the high higher floor probably of these guys um and then richardson is um boom or bust and if he booms he's gonna boom big time uh, mm-hmm. and if he busts he's gonna bust big time so you know it's just one of those things that what do you want you know, I think Anthony Richardson really makes sense for a Seattle Seahawks or a Detroit Lions that has a contingency in place already and doesn't need to get him out on the field right away. And also, uh, you know, has the ability to say, hey, we can win now with the guy we got. And then once that contract doesn't make sense for us anymore, then we can ease into Anthony Richardson and give ourselves a shot at at maybe winning out on the boom side of that. But uh, who you got trailing those top three guys uh, in your top five? I've got Will Levis at four, but he's really fallen down my board. I considered him for the QB one at one point, but I just don't know how much of a drive he has. Uh, I feel like he's lost some confidence throughout this injury process. The injuries have already had some wear on him, which gives you those Carson Wentz vibes, which isn't something you want to see. Uh, but my number five quarterback is Aiden O'Connell. Guy I've really grown to like during this pre-draft process. Super poised. We talked about him a little bit last week on the show, so yep. I'm not You know, not going to go too much into him, but he's a guy I think is going to go higher than what people expect. Could he go late first? Possibly. I think it's more likely that he goes on day two, but there's nothing no one wants to get to day two. We've seen year in and year out guys that we think are early day two picks. And if they're not taken in the late first, they slide sometimes all the way to day three. Right. So you don't know what's going to happen, but I think there's enough quarterback needy teams to where Aiden O'Connell is going to go higher than what people expect just because of his accuracy, his poise in the pocket, and just his leadership. Yeah, absolutely. He looked super good at the combine. And, um, you know, I haven't dived into a lot of his tape because it's quarterbacks and it's not something the Steelers are are really looking at too hard probably this year, especially the upper-tier guys. Um, but, yeah, you, you have to like his poise. Uh, in the pocket he he's a he's a pocket passer he's got prototypical size and and measurements there levis to me is you know we talk about him a lot as as a guy who's going to have to just prove to teams that that he wants it um i think if he decides he does that he has the abilities in place to get coached up and be a guy that could could be a starter for a decade in the league, but um, we'll have to see it first. Honestly, the further we get or the closer we get to the draft, the less this quarterback class shines as uh, the bright light that you yep. thought it would in comparison to last year. So we'll see how it goes. 
and uh, you know, you'll get one of the, you'll get one of these teams to hit on one of these guys, and you know, maybe five years down the road, we'll be like, can't believe that the Panthers traded up to number one, drafted Bryce Young, he turned into the next Baker Mayfield, and they could have had Anthony Richardson. It's like the Bears trading up for Trubisky, and they could have had Patrick Mahomes. Uh huh. You you never know. So you got to be smart. You got to hope. Uh, you're, you get a little lucky as well. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to watch in the early portion of the draft. And the the thing that affects the Steelers most about this quarterback class is the first four picks might be quarterbacks. And then you get um, guys start falling down the board and the Steelers start rubbing those hands together saying, oh, we got some guys coming down to us. And uh, maybe they get their pick of the litter of uh, some of these players that, that fit their needs a little bit more. Absolutely. So let's uh let's move into some late round quarterbacks, maybe some undrafted free agents that could fit the Steelers' uh, potential needs. Um, let's talk about this first, Andrew. Um, what do you think the chances the Steelers take a quarterback? They typically go into camp with four, and uh, Mason Rudolph probably gone. Uh, sounds like they're going to keep Trubisky, and then obviously you got Kenny Pickett. You got two quarterbacks there going into camp. What do you, what are you doing to get three and four? Um, I think. Uh, one of one of the seventh round draft picks is is a decent bet to be a quarterback at this point especially if um they make a move uh earlier in in the draft and get a fifth or sixth round pick back um you know and have a pick to spare in the, in the seventh round maybe they go get a quarterback what do you think i'd say there's probably about a 50 50 shot i'd say there's a 50 50 shot the Steelers bring back josh dobbs and just bring in an undrafted guy it. Yeah. Or if they don't bring in Josh Dobbs, then they'll definitely probably use one of their day three picks on one and then maybe bring in another undrafted guy. Or maybe even I include in my perfect offseason article, not because I love the quarterback, but just as an extra arm, Brett Rippon, um, another guy who's been around the league for a little while, doesn't have a great arm, but is fairly accurate. Uh, he's had some NFL success with the Broncos as a reserve. Uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on, you know, maybe in the second wave of free agency after the draft is done. But yeah, I, Say this is something Steelers fans should be paying attention to some of these later round quarterbacks, even though the depth of this class isn't necessarily great. Yeah. So let's talk about a couple of these guys here. Um, I I wrote down Stetson Bennett uh, just as a guy that has the mobility that the Steelers would like at the position. He can move around. Um, He's got that big game experience that could be a real asset to Kenny Pickett uh, as a backup, as a guy on the clipboard, you know, uh, helping out. Um, with the offense and, and the design and, and what, what he's looking at on the field. Um, and then in, in a pinch, if he had to come in um, as your, or be the backup to Mitch Trubisky because Kenny Pickett is hurt one week, I think you'd feel pretty comfortable with that, with his experience level. Don't know if he'll last till the seventh round. You might have to get him in the fifth or sixth um, just because of how he threw at his pro day. And he's just a swaggy guy. Teams will, will gravitate towards that. Um, so we'll see, um, a guy you've talked about and that I thought looked pretty good, um, in, in the pre-draft, um, pre-draft process that we've seen so far is Clayton Toon or is it Tooney or is it Toon? I, I, I've just been calling him Toon. Yeah. That's I think it's I just Clayton Toon. Um, I think he's got a good arm. He's got prototypical size. Um, he's got pro style experience. He's thrown a lot of passes, Andrew, at the college level. So another experienced guy that I think the Steelers could uh, boost their room with. 
Yeah, those guys are both. Yeah, Bennett is one guy outside the off-field concerns that there are about him. He actually surprised me because I didn't think he had the arm that he did until I saw him just throwing deep balls at the combine. I'm like, right. okay, where was this in college? We didn't see him yeah. throwing the ball down the field that often, which in all honesty, he didn't really need to. But, sure. you know, he has a little bit better arm than what I gave him credit for, though it was taking everything within him to get it that far. But still, right. respectable uh, for his effort. One guy that I like in the later rounds is Lindsey Scott from Incarnate Word. Uh, sure. He's about the same size as Stetson Bennett, but a lot more mobile than Stetson Bennett. And Bennett's a fairly mobile quarterback himself. Right. Lindsey Scott's a guy who, if he would have been invited to the combine, I think he probably would have run close to a 4-5 in the 40. Uh, this past year, he had 4,600 passing yards and 60 touchdown passes. Whoa. Only eight interceptions, too. Man. So I like that ratio. <laughs> um, that's that's our boy from last year. Uh, that's um, Lee Willis. No, no, no. Oh. Um, 60 touchdowns. That's. Oh, we talked to him on the podcast. He's a. Uh, oh, Patriot. Chris Oladokin. Yeah. No, the the Patriots quarterback. Oh, that, Bailey, Bailey Zappi. Zappi. 60 oh, yeah. touchdown passes. Uh, All the guys, the, both guys we talked to last year had were that, record yes. setters where they were yeah, at. Absolutely. But, um, man, that's that's good production right there. Yeah. He, he, this, I mean, he's. Don't get me okay. wrong, he's still incredibly raw, and you know he's not polished as a passer, and you know the competition level wasn't that great. But sure. still a guy with traits that you want to bring in, maybe with the seventh-round pick, maybe even get him undrafted. He would be a guy I wouldn't mind stashing on the practice squad and see if he develops into something, kind of like we were talking about last year with Chris Oladokun. Yeah. Max Duggan has basically played himself out of being drafted, wouldn't you say? He's an undrafted free agent at this point. I could see a team taking a chance on him just because of how similar he is to Brock Purdy. Yeah. But I, I I do not want to be the team that takes him. Not because I don't think he's a good player or anything like that. I just he 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 seriously lacked an arm at the combine. Did, and yeah. you know, that just shows his lack of upside and he's not polished at all. Yeah, and you saw I know the team was overmatched as a whole in the yeah. national championship game, but he just looked lost out there against NFL caliber defensive competition. <laughs> he's a good college player who I just don't think is meant for the NFL. Gotcha. Is this the smallest quarterback class we've ever seen outside of the, the couple guys at the top, Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, you know, a lot of guys right around six foot or, or less hovering. We're going to be getting used range. to it. I mean, th- there are some later round guys like Holton Allers from East Carolina. He's like six four two thirty seven. 237. Um, yeah. Tim DeMora from Fordham is another guy who will probably be drafted in the later rounds, six foot three, two thirty, roughly. Yeah. But Tanner still, McKee some, is uh, six six. I think he's a big yeah, dude. Yeah, six six two thirty five. Yeah. So yeah, th- there's some there's some size, but it's a yeah. mixed bag for sure. It sure is. All right, well, we're gonna take a quick break, and then on the flip side, we're gonna come back and talk about edge rusher, which is an intriguing position to talk about for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this off season. So we will take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Steelers fix is coming back at you in just a second. Lucky. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome back to the second half of the Steelers Fix podcast brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network. Still trying to remember all that. Fans First Sports Network and the Steel Curtain Network is a part of that group as well. Um, That's going to be in full force uh, come April. So uh, be ready to or look us up on Twitter. I think uh, we gave you the... Uh, Twitter handles last week so you can go back and and listen to the show and get the Twitter handles for those two organizations and Uh, listen to Brian Clark and Tom Pelissero and oh yeah absolutely Andrew's combine interview uh, exploits he uh, reached out to or got a hold of several different different people Jeremy that one Jeremy's got someone in the next couple weeks that you'll have to be paying attention to a big NFL draft insider analyst that uh, we are excited about. Very excited about. We won't spill the beans on him yet, but uh, stay tuned. It is not Mel Kiper. (laughs) It's not Mel Kiper. No, Uh, that'd be, that'd be fun. Wouldn't it? We should do that. That would be awesome. We probably, (laughs) uh, I I would, I permit, I'm like zero listeners because Steelers fans hate Mel Kiper, but at the same time, everyone still reads the mock drafts. Everyone still comments on him. Everyone still hates him. Our numbers (laughs) still go through the roof. Absolutely. We, we get it. We would. Um, even just for the, for the negativity side of it, we oh, get yeah. it, right? Oh yeah. Cool deal. Um, let's jump into these edge rushers, Andrew. There's a lot of them. This is one of the deepest groups in the draft. Um, the Steelers should take advantage of that at some point in the draft. I believe even if they were to go out and get Bud Dupree in free agency or a third edge rusher in free agency, you can't have too many of these guys. And, uh, especially with, the injuries we've seen, um, you know, having three guys that you consider starters is almost a must in the league that, and then having that fourth guy be your, your rotational guy that you hope's not a starter, but, uh, you, you'd like to be in play, you know, at some point. And looking at the way the Steelers typically draft, if there was a scenario where the Steelers were not going to keep Alex Highsmith, the Steelers typically draft a year in advance. Yeah. So if like all indications point to Alex Highsmith being retained, but if there's something that we're missing and, you know, we see a edge rusher drafted first or second round, right. You know, it may raise some eyebrows as the, you know, what could happen with Alex Highsmith? Cause usually that would be how the Steelers would draft. Yeah. I was going to say the Steelers could easily take one earlier than expected. 
say the cornerbacks are off the board at 17 and the tackles are off the board at 17 and they can't find a good uh, or a trade that they feel good about um edge rusher there there's some guys that could be there that could tickle the Steelers fancy that they might go with and uh you never know it could be something that catches their eye and that they make a play for wouldn't hate that too much if there was a a good reason for it so let's talk about your top five just kind of run down the list for us um maybe the top the top couple probably won't be there for the Steelers pick um but you've got some guys that that the Steelers could potentially consider um but talk about your top five edge rushers yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because the top five are all going to be going inside the top 10 per top to 15 for sure. Yeah. Will Anderson, you know, that that's where it's got to start. You know, yeah, my he's absolutely. still the number one player on my big board. I have not wavered from that the entire process. And I'm going to stick with that um, as far as I can tell until the draft. Love his tape. Uh, he yep. he has the ability to bull rush, even though he's not that big of an edge rusher. He's got enough bend. He's got a little bit of everything. He's got speed, explosiveness. He closes fast. Love him as a prospect. Nolan Smith, I wish he was a little bit thicker, but yep. he does have the frame to where he can add more weight if he needs to. Um, and I think he is going to if he wants to stay in the edge. I mean, I think he could even play buck linebacker in the NFL if he really wanted to. But he says, I'm an edge rusher. That's what he was saying at the combine. He's preparing to be an NFL pass rusher. He wants to be a pass rusher. Uh, but he's got every trait. You know, I think of a team like the Cowboys, they're picking too low now to be able to take him. But he's like that type of profile edge rusher that they would be looking for. A guy who's yep. fast off the edge, explosive. Love him overall. I mean, imagine how scary Georgia would have been if they would have had Nolan Smith as well on top right. <laughs> of everything they had this past year. I mean, it's crazy to think about. Will imagine McDonald's the Cowboys got- with... Imagine the Cowboys with um, Micah Parsons and uh, Nolan Smith on defense. That, 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 that's just not fair. No, not fair. But Will McDonald is a guy yeah. who I, at the beginning of the draft process, I hated. Not not as a person, but as a, as a prospect. <laughs> as prospect. Andrew's as a prospect. Let me clarify there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Will. I'm not, you know, I have nothing against you personally. <laughs> I did not like it. He was not productive. He had just been this guy. He'd been around Iowa State for a while. Never really did anything. Never lived up potential. I'm like, you know, this guy's going to be a seventh round undrafted high priority free agent. I literally thought that low of him at one point. Wow. Then I had realized and someone said pointed out to me how often he was being put as a five tech in their defense. He, they were putting him yeah. inside at 245 pounds, right? Moving him to the inside. And, you know, there's questions about, you know, why is he always getting blown off the ball? Well, it's because they're moving him inside. He is a three, four outside linebacker in the NFL. I believe in the right system. This guy's got the talent to be an elite NFL pass rusher. He's got Ben, he's got quickness. He's good with the hands. He's got heavy hands and he's ferocious. He go- yep. just goes after that ball. Yeah, um, absolutely love what I've seen from him. I think he has high upside. Somebody was actually comparing him to TJ Watt a little bit physically of how they play the game, uh, which is an interesting comp, but it's not that far off. Uh, Will McDonald is a guy I love at number three. Tyree Wilson, Steelers won't be looking at him. He is more of a 4-3 D end. If he wanted to add weight and become a three-tech, that's always a possibility. But he is still really, really raw, though. But based upon just his ability to win with pure speed and power, converting that speed to power and finishing, love Tyree Wilson in that aspect just not for the Steelers. And then Lucas Van Ness, he tested better than what I even expected, put on a show at the Combine. Um, he's just a guy, he's got high motor, your typical, you know, Aiden Hutchinson type guy from last year. You know, he's this year's right. Aiden Hutchinson, maybe a little bit lower, 
level overall, uh, but still a guy who's going to bring a really high floor, a good run defender, and a guy who's going to bring you enough pass rush to be a threat and keep teams honest. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good top five any year uh, uh, in the draft. And a lot of people have Tyree Wilson, especially if you're a a 4-3 team, and even front team, they have him as their number two guy behind Mm -hmm. Anderson. Um, Is there any scenario where you see a guy with like Will McDonald where his his size comes into question for some of these teams that may be looking for bigger dudes on the edge and he falls out of the top 15? I think it's possible. It's going to depend on scheme fat. Like I, I think he is probably going to go outside the top 15. I have a top 15 grade on him. Um, as of right now, a lot of mocks are having him going in the late first, you know, some of the best insiders in the business are having him going late sure. later in the first round, even early into the second round. I think he's a first round lock. But I don't know that he's a top 15 lock. He could be there when the Steelers pick. I think the only way the Steelers would take an edge rusher, though, is if Nolan Smith were somehow to have fallen. I don't think that happens. Yeah, probably not. Um, Let's talk about some guys then that the Steelers could target. Uh, Probably day two, um, maybe an early uh, day three type player that I've got here. Um, I want to start with Byron Young. I think he's a day, uh, uh, I think he's a second round lock at this point. the way he tested his production at at school was you know exactly what teams are looking for and when you're talking about a guy that's six foot three 250 pounds with that type of speed and that type of just that type of athletic freak mm-hmm. and he's already really good against the run um and he can win with speed or power as a rusher uh, to me he would he would come in and be a contributor right away for a lot of teams uh, on the edge. So uh, I really like um, Byron Young. Where do you think he goes in this draft? I think second round is a good range. I'd probably say in that anywhere between 40 and 60, I I think that's the right range, but we've seen teams. If the, if the edge rushers go off the board earlier than expected a team that misses out, say a team like the Falcons, they shock the world and take a B. John Robinson or something in the first round. Or they, sure. you know, they address the quarterback position. They still have to come and get a pass rusher because they need one desperately. Maybe that's a, you know, a team that would be willing to move up or stay where even where they're at in the second round. Maybe take him a little bit higher than expected. But I, I think day two, there's no way he gets out of day two at this point for sure. Yeah, absolutely not. The way he he looked, just he looks like a, a guy who's going to play in the league for 10, 15 years. Yep, that's just how it looks. Uh, another guy that stood out to me, he's probably a later day two pick, uh, third round. Type guy, Yaya Diaby. Uh, he might even slide into the fourth round just because um, where he played, Louisville. Um, and then, you know, the production's not quite uh, there for, for some of the top tier stuff. But another guy who just physically fits the bill for what the Steelers are looking at as a stand up edge rusher on the outside. His speed to power uh, reps are incredible to me, where he just like comes downhill so fast and then says, oh, I'm going to turn this right into you, Mr. Offensive Tackle, and have fun with that. It doesn't work out very well for the offensive tackle most times. Um, he's got pretty good hands as well. I'd say he's he's got some good polish in his pass rush, but uh, he does need to work on on setting the edge. Um, you know, he helped himself a lot at the combine, though. I think he's probably a day three pick if he, if he doesn't uh, have workout warrior um type numbers at the combine. So uh fantastic player here. Uh, and then a guy I think is, is probably an early day three kind of guy around four kind of guy, uh, Brenton Cox jr. Um, he's 
he looks like a Steelers outside linebacker. Um, he's not a polished rusher on tape. He's they played him a lot on first and second down. Uh, could get to the quarterback if you know on play action passes and stuff on first and second down. But he wasn't their designated pass rusher in a lot of cases uh, on third down. Um, but if you're looking for a dude who knows how to tackle ball carriers, this is the guy. He just he's a is a tackling machine. Uh, he knows he's he's technically sound there. Um, and then he's also pretty decent in zone coverage on the edges, uh, swing routes and and flats for the tight ends and things like that. So he's got some flexibility. He's got some athleticism um, and just a really good motor on this guy out of Florida. So Brenton Cox Jr. is another guy I really like. Anybody else stand out to you, Andrew, real quick before we uh, call it a night? Well, just to follow up on Cox, he's a guy I yeah. loved his tape, even, you know, in previous years, super talented guy. He is closing speed is fantastic. And he just has a great feel for yeah. gain after the quarterback. The issue is just the off field concerns that could drive his price down so low as to maybe even going undrafted. Oh, wow. I mean, he was, uh, I'm not aware of these off field issues, I guess. So he had, he was arrested <clears throat> for possession of marijuana back in 2019 uh, then he was a confrontation before that he had a confrontation with a Georgia player that got a little bit of, this was while he was at Georgia. And then after the arrest of marijuana, he got into a confrontation between him and I believe an assistant coach, okay. which ended up leading to pretty much being dismissed from the team. Sure. Not long after he entered the transfer portal, went to Florida, was productive, and then came back to school again this past year. Um, but guy, if he can just get it together mentally, He's got all the tools. I know he didn't test that great. Right. I would have expected better, but he is gifted as a rusher. He's a natural at the position. But a couple guys I will mention, Jose Ramirez from Eastern Michigan had 12 sacks this past year. A li- weighed in a little bit less than what I was expecting. Not the fastest straight line athlete, but he ran a 6.95 in the three-cone drill, which was one of the best at his position. 6.9 is that elite number that you're looking for. He's got some bend around the edge. He does good using his hands. Uh, his arms are just a tad under 33 inches. He doesn't have ideal length. He's only six foot one, but a guy in the later rounds who can come in and be a rotational third down pass rusher. Um, Habakkuk Baldonado from Pittsburgh had a really yes. good year. Um, Andre Jones from Louisiana is another guy uh, who had some impressive numbers at the combine and a guy who he was more of a defensive lineman until his final year. They moved him to rush linebacker this past year, uh, and he ended up having seven and a half sacks. So he's a guy to keep on in the later rounds as well, a guy who's got really good length at six foot four, um, guy who's lanky <clears throat> around the edge and has some bend as well. Awesome stuff. Um, it's it's a great edge rusher class like we talked about. So there's going to be um, some upside guys you can take in any round of this draft, and even some guys that will slip through to free agent or to undrafted free agency that uh, could be some gems. Just remember Steelers fans, one of the greatest rushers of all time, especially in Steelers lore, undrafted free agent, James Harrison. Yes. Legend. Absolutely. You can find him anywhere. Let's hope the Steelers get some gems this year. Andrew, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Okay. Cause this is uh, a Tuesday afternoon show. And free agency is like going nuts right now. I'm sure. Who have the Steelers signed already? Tell me. Probably Cameron Sutton. Okay. I'm praying Sean Murphy Bunting, but Cameron Sutton. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say a Philadelphia, a player from Philadelphia. I will say that. 
Okay. The Steelers are going to bring in someone that Andy Weidel, Weidel, however you pronounce it, has connections with. Whether that is Isaac Samalo on the offensive line or yep. Kaiser White or TJ Edwards at linebacker. I feel like somebody from Philadelphia will be signed already at this point by, you know, whatever, you know, time this is Tuesday at noon. Awesome stuff. All right. You know where you can find us on Twitter at the bets 93. Andrew is uh, Andrew underscore Wilbar. Is that right? Yes. All right. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow the Steelers or the Steel Curtain Network and the fans first sports network on Twitter and get all the Steelers content, all the sports content you could ever ask for. And then don't forget also in the written word, we are still involved uh, on BTSC behind the steel curtain.com. Check that out for all your Pittsburgh Steelers uh, ins and outs. And uh, we will be back next week and we'll recap some of the free agency stuff. I'm sure that uh, we'll actually have uh, been able to process by then. And then uh, keep looking ahead to a draft that is getting ever closer. And uh, the Steelers offseason continues to roll on here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and on the Steel Curtain Network. Until next time, I'm Jeremy Betts. That was Andrew Wilbar. We'll talk to you later. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.